Yeah, that sounded pretty in sync. That was yeah. good. Yeah, okay, that's the first time we've ever played on time, too. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first time I've ever played on time as well. Nice. All right, what's up, you sons of bitches? Welcome to the Poopy Movies podcast. Oh, hey, <laughs> we got to call them poopies. Oh, yeah. What's All right, what, <laughs> All right. what's up? Sorry, here, Kate, you do this one. Right. I, I shit the bed. All right. Yeah. What's up, poopies? I am your host, Cade, and I am here with my host, Cade. And Daniel and Weston. Yeah, that's right. That is right. <laughs> you guys we should do quadru- like a Mark Marin thing with the poopies. Like, what the poopies? What's 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 up, poopikins? <laughs> what's up, my dookie heads? <laughs> Yo, Cade, for the for the for the for the photo on Spotify, can you just like make it one of our faces with like a blue background that's like a black and white sketch? Like the Mark Maron photo. <laughs> yeah. Put some blues instrumentals. You ever listen to the Mark Maron podcast? Uh, I feel like I've heard his name before, but I no, not off the top of my head. Jamie, can you look up Mark Maron on the big screen? <laughs> Damn! Now I wish this was a video podcast so we could actually have someone pull it up on the screen. <laughs> Dude, Mark. my man Graham or Gruhamid from Loudwire. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get you guys need to get him on the podcast. Dude, we gotta get Graham on the pod, dude. I love that. <laughs> Let's do it. Dude, did you, Eric, did you guys see his Eric? Did you guys see his Eric Andre? Yeah, uh, I did. Fiction? I did. I just finished watching it. It was pretty good. Yeah. Let me let me tell you that dude has has definitely stepped up his uh, his interviewing game since the the Phil Anselmo days. <laughs> yeah you remember that oh, one where yeah. Phil on the film someone's like are you messing with me buddy and he's like I'm just reading Wikipedia <laughs> <laughs> dude that's that's my favorite interview ever it's so funny yeah Phil and someone's like I'm from New Orleans Jack <laughs> <laughs> the best part and like I think we're all in agreement on this is when he talks about burning down his house as a child <laughs> yeah and he's, his eyes are just shut and he's like staring off into space even though his eyes are closed and his mouth's just agape <laughs> and he's like sitting there like motionless for about so- a solid five seconds and he's like and the house erupted in a big inferno <laughs> God, what a what a great what a great man yeah yeah man what uh what movie are we watching guys the ginger dead man the ginger dead man today's movie yeah, is the right. ginger dead man starring gary Busey. that's right folks the, the legend himself, man. Gary Busey, Ginger Dead Man. Uh, apparently, this is one of many. It is. Yo, uh, Weston has Wait. some some pretty good trivia about the the act the main actress in this movie. Yeah, I got I got some good lore about the main actress. I have to pull it up here real quick. Let me see if I can find it. Yes. Yeah, dog. Let's hear it, man. So yeah, if you look at her uh, her filmography, so the Ginger Dead Man, I think, was her debut, but she was also in Evil Bong. Ginger, Ginger Dead Man versus Evil Bong, Evil Bong six six six, Evil Bong two King Bong, Evil Bong four twenty, Evil Bong three The Wrath of Bong, Damn. Evil Bong I five, and Evil Bong seven seven seven, and there's more, but that's all that can fit in the screenshot that I took. <laughs> I just want to know like how much Evil Bong money she made from all of that. Oh, a good amount. A good amount. Yeah, this woman definitely the, I, found her her acting niche and was like, "Yep." Yeah, this, she's like, "This is my thing." Like, I'm I'm the bong. Is, yeah, she's the bong lady. Bong lady. Yeah, evil exactly. bong lady. 
How do you think she got? How do you think she got into that? Do you think like she like knew someone on set who was like family or like probably like a family relative or something? I like I to know. think I, someone came up to her and said, "I got an idea." And she was like, "Lay it on me." <laughs> and she's like, "Remember that movie, The Ginger Dead Man, you were in?" And she was like, "Yeah, of course. That's a that's a great film." And they were like, "What if it was the same concept but a bong?" And it's called Evil Bong. And she was like, "Yes, that's exactly what I want." <laughs> That's exactly what I want too. I, I, she just loves being in movies where inanimate objects are harassing her. Yep, yep. I can't wait to see the next one. <laughs> How many are there? There's at least five or six, maybe more. Is Gary Busey in all of them? I was gonna ask that too. I don't think he is. I don't. I don't think he's in all of them. But for what it's worth, there is a Ginger Dead Man Evil Bong crossover. Whoa, yeah. we got some crossover going on. That's so cool. Dude. When did that come out? Which one? Ginger Dead versus Evil Bong. Oh, Evil Bong. That one came out in 2013, I think. Oh my god, that's pretty recent. Yeah, what the heck? Yeah, the latest... Here, wait. Let me see if I can find that. Uh, the latest installment, I don't think, was too far away. Yeah, yeah dude. Whoever whoever came up with that idea was like, yo, I got a bag idea. Like, oh, that's <laughs> like both into one. Yeah, big bag idea, dude. I I feel like while we're while we're Weston's looking this up, I should share the trivia that um, Cade and I, Cade with a C and I, right. the last thing that we did together before he moved to Washington was watch the Ginger Dead Man. This is the last thing we did. Yeah, and and I actually had completely forgotten about it until Cade brought it up to me like three days ago. I, like I had completely blanked it from my memory, and then yeah, that it's just. It's an experience, you guys. I'm telling you. Yeah, it really is. Like, yeah. I remember I remember a point in time where, like, I think all of these movies were on Hulu. And I remember going through them, looking at them, being like, why? What is this? And then I said, I'm never going to revisit this. And here I am. You're about to. Revisiting. Never it. say never. Have you, yes, uh, how, how, how familiar are you guys on uh, Gary Busey knowledge? Oh, I was going to say, the only, literally the only movie I've ever seen of his is The Ginger Dead Man. And, oh, point that's break. It, huh? and Point Break. He was in Point Break. Have, did you guys ever see Rookie of the Year? No, never. never. Oh yeah, so yeah, he's like one of the main characters in that movie. Yeah, he's a uh, he's like the older baseball player who like uh, takes like the really young kid under his wing. I I I'm not familiar with that film. Oh uh, yeah, it's like a classic like Disney like family movie from the '90s about this kid who like gets in this accident and uh, his arm like becomes like insanely. Um, Stanley like warped and it becomes uh, a member a pitcher of the Ch- Ch- Chicago Cubs like a starting pitcher Whoa. Oh, that's pretty epic is he yeah, is he still cool. handsome in that movie or is that like after his whatever happened to him I think yes. he got in a uh, motorcycle crash yeah I think it was pre-motorcycle crash yeah um, I, de- I do think he was still doing coke during that movie though oh, dude yeah. oh my god okay I do know a little bit more Gary Busey lore I remember one time I was looking up like what happened to I knew he got in a, a motorcycle crash but somebody right. one time told me that he was like the reason he looked all fucked up was from drugs. So I looked up Gary Busey drugs, and and what popped <laughs> up was like this this like written interview with him where he's like, "Cocaine is the devil. Cocaine is your best friend that invites you in and then lets you stay the night, and then the next morning it takes all your belongings and leaves you in the dust." It was like <laughs> it was like this it was like slam poetry that he had he had said in an interview about coke. It's so dark. Yeah. Damn, that's wild. He's also. I, uh, He's in this movie called like Being Buddy Holly or something like that. Yeah, and That's he got where, like, like nominated. He got his, like, break right. Yeah, 
He's also in Predator 2. Found that out today. Haven't True. seen it. True. But he's in it. Dude, yeah. I thought he was in this movie uh, in the 90s uh, with Steven Seagal called... Um, Yo! I can't remember the name of it, but it looks oh, really shit. entertaining. I'm going to find this real We need quick. to find this. Me and Weston and I have been on a Steven Seagal kick recently where we're just like trying to watch a bunch of really bad Steven Seagal movies, yes. like, like modern ones, not the ones from the 80s and 90s. <laughs> He's yeah, also yeah, yeah. <laughs> in Lethal Weapon, which I've never seen right. Lethal Weapon. Yeah. But Wait, Steven Seagal is? No, 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 Gary Busey. Okay, okay. Uh, it was. Is it called Surviving the Game? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I see that one right here. So apparently, it stars Ice T. Oh, yep. No, Surviving the Game is where Gary Busey hunts Ice T. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Ice T's like a homeless man, and like Gary Busey's like, "Hey, you're gonna go to my island," and then and then that happens. Oh, so wait, are you? It's like are the you, most dangerous under game. Siege. Under Siege. That's a Steven Seagal movie. Yes, and that's what Gary Busey said. He's in that. Yeah. Dude, okay. <laughs> what? So I, I told my dad the other day, I was like, hey, I'm, uh, me and Weston are watching really bad Steven Seagal movies, and he was like trying to get me to watch Under Siege. He was like, no, that movie's really good, Daniel. You got to watch Under Siege. And I was yeah, like, oh. Dude, uh, the ratings are, they say that it's amazing, but I'm like, I don't buy that. Yeah, it's Steven Seagal. There's no way it's good. <laughs> exactly. Well, Weston just found a movie poster of a movie called Barbarossa with Gary Busey, <laughs> and he's dressed up as a cowboy. His co-star is <laughs> Willie Nelson. Damn. Whoa, I, I just realized that. <laughs> one legend, or one was a legend, the other would become one. <laughs> <laughs> My man, GB. Yeah, GB. I uh, I found out on his Wikipedia today, it said if he went to uh, the University of Pittsburgh, not the one in Pennsylvania, uh, it was in Pittsburgh, Kansas. Nice. <laughs> that's awesome. I uh, thought that was quite unique of Gary. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a real real Gary. I feel like everything Gary does is quite unique. Yeah, Gary's a really yeah. unique guy. I I agree. I think he's got a little bit. Of, I, think, I think he's got some uh, some pep in his step. Oh, I do. I okay. Another piece of Gary Busey lore that's just coming into my brain. Uh, you guys know that show Impractical Jokers. <laughs> yes. There, there there was an episode where they got Gary Busey in there. I don't know why, but like what? they were they were doing a little bit where they were behind the the grocery store or like some some sandwich shop counter, like just fucking with people, you know. And uh, they had Gary Busey go in there, and they're like, "Hey, Gary, go in there and and tell Sal that you're not Gary Busey." And he goes in there, and Sal Sal's like, or whoever was behind the counter is like, "You look like Gary Busey," and he's like, "That's not me. I'm not him. Stop. People think I'm him all the time, but I'm not." And he just like starts freaking out and yelling. And then he's like, well, "Actually, I am Gary Busey." And then, and then the guy's like, "I knew it." <laughs> it's, it's so so good. Damn, Weston, did you find book. out? Oh, wait, what's up? He's got a book. Yeah, it's called Buseyisms. Buseyisms. <laughs> I'd love to know one Buseyism. It's a, it's for sale on uh, iTunes and Amazon. That's awesome. We should. I'm I'm gonna be a patron. I'm gonna buy Weston, it. How, how much is a uh, how much was Gary Busey's cameo? A three hundred and fifty dollars. Oh my god! Yikes! But it's like, like I feel like there was this push that he had with it. Every video where whatever cameo you paid him three hundred and fifty dollars to do, he would also be playing acoustic guitar over it. Like, <laughs> you, like whatever you asked him to say, like it was almost implied in all of his videos that he would be playing guitar for you. <laughs> Which is is very. It's worth three hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, absolutely yeah, worth three hundred and fifty dollars. That's a steal. I want to hear Gary Busey strumming a G chord and saying that he's Gary Busey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm Gary Busey. 
<laughs> I think. Do you think he tunes his G and B strings? Like he hits a G and he goes Gary, and then he hits a B string and he goes Busey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so the Gary the Gary Busey book. Hold up, the, it's called. Oh, I, I need to find this picture real quick. It, so there's like Bible, but it's like in an acronym of Bible, and it's called Basic Instructions Before Leaving Earth. <laughs> you gotta learn all of Gary Busey's instructions before you die. <laughs> that is beautiful. That's... You know what? If there's one man that I want to take advice from, it's Gary Busey. Dude, this guy's like he's kind of a jack of all trades when you think about it. Definitely, absolutely. Oh, yeah. He's a guy who wears cargo shorts, and you say that works. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you don't agree with him, he'll fight you. He'll get you good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as the ginger dead man would lead you to believe, he's quite a quite the quite the vicious character. Oh yeah, that's right. He's a tough cookie. <laughs> literally, in this movie, he, he quite literally is a tough cookie. Yeah, it's bananas. So, uh, should we should we uh, do a little synopsis of the ginger dead man? I feel like we we mostly talked about about G Dog. We didn't talk about the movie. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, let's do it. So, uh, from what I remember, this movie is about Gary Busey. It's basically Chucky or Child's Play, just ripped off. But instead of a doll, he's a cookie. Uh, (laughs) He's like a serial killer, and he like ends up in a bakery, and he like cuts his hand, and his blood goes into some batter, and then he becomes a gingerbread man. And he's like, "I'm gonna keep killing," and he's just trying to kill all the people in the bakery. And they're like, "There's a cookie after me." Yeah, well, he was originally like a killer at the beginning of the movie, right? Yeah, right, right, right. Okay, just like just like Child's Play. Okay, yeah, I, I don't know why he's harassing the bakery. I feel like that's where his shootout was. Yeah, the whole movie, yeah. from what I remember, the whole movie takes place in that bakery. Yeah, and I don't, right. I don't remember yeah. why. There's like some, there's some like little plot where he's like, I have to kill this person who owns this bakery. Yeah, and the whole movie is just him like concocting these plans using the bakery equipment to try and murder this woman. Yeah, and yeah. she's like, she's like, what? Why is there flour on the ground? I'm not stepping in that. Like, I don't know. Just, <laughs> he's like, step on me. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'll sweep that up, actually. I'm not just going to walk through it and get it everywhere. And he's like, foiled again! <laughs> That's really all I remember. Yeah, I'm quite yeah, excited for this. I can't I, even I, remember the end of it. I remember Gary Busey yelling. He yells loudly a mm. lot, and it sounds ridiculous. Mm. I'm very I'm very excited to revisit this film. Yeah, there's yeah. a scene where Gary Busey is holding a gun. That's cool. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Busey as the ginger dead man. Oh, yeah. was holding a gun, yes. You know what's what's crazy is Gary Busey probably sh- he showed up and was physically in like four scenes in this movie and then the rest of it is just voiceover. Yeah. He got he he lit- it's like he he did nothing. He just went into a booth and went ah <laughs> and they hate it. I I wonder if they did motion capture for like the ginger dead man's like body. Oh no way. No, once you see <laughs> oh, you'll probably. know it. It, it, looks, oh, okay. it looks terrible. <laughs> There's yeah. no way. I don't think that think technology I- was around yet. Well, what this came out? This movie came out in what? Two thousand six. Yeah, two thousand six. Oh, okay. James Cameron was making Avatar True. at and this also, point. Also, uh, yeah. Andy Serkis was Gollum at this point. Yeah. Bro, how do you think all the guitars, all the guitar heroes and Tony Hawk games were made? <laughs> True. <laughs> True. That's how they did it, man. Do they do that? They did that for Tony Hawk too. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, they like did like a scan of all their bodies. There's like a video of it of like them making Guitar Hero Metallica. And then like pl- and then like playing fake instruments and Lars like once again struggling to play his yeah, parts. Yeah, I've seen, yeah. I've seen that. <laughs> Perfect. One. That one's bad. But yeah, that's 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 the move, dude. Hell yeah. 
Well, so uh, so now we know they could they could have used motion capture. Didn't. Um, <laughs> right. Clearly they didn't. But you know what? I think that makes this movie better. To be honest. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely it's, has it, the charm. If it looked if it looked realistic, if it had, if the cookie if the gingerbread man had realistic body movements, I it would just it would just lose it would just lose the scariness. Yeah. Because part of the reason it's, the movie is just so so frightening and, and terrifying is the fact that first of all, gingerbread men they shouldn't be able to move. That's not that's that's scary enough. Second of all, it's moving in a very sporadic way. It's just Look, it's absolutely I, terrifying. I don't <laughs> I've know never about seen you, but I quite like it. I'm well versed in the lore of Shrek, and I've seen uh, many a gingerbread move in many emotions. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. When the gingerbread cookie and Shrek gets really big, Gingy. they have oh, to get a big yeah, guy yeah, to do about, motion capture. You're talking about Mongo. GG. <laughs> GG. Go, Mongo. <laughs> Papa. Yeah, that was good. Okay, do, 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 your, do your Gingy voice. Oh, dude, I haven't done that in so long. Yeah. Uh, it's like, a, it's like, a, it's like, Papa. That's, that's like as best as I can do it. Not the gumdrop buttons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh shit, bro! That takes me back. Yeah, so um, that that makes me think of. Actually, never mind. I'm not gonna say that. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that while we're being recorded, in case that person uh, finds this. We can bleep him out, dude. We can bleep him. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that reminds me of, and I never want to be yeah, reminded yeah. of. <laughs> was he an avid ginger impression? Uh, no, but, but it was just around the time that Cade used to do that. It was also around for some reason. Yeah, that's true. Just really got his goat. Yeah. This is not a <laughs> podcast. This is a movie goat. podcast. <laughs> Does he know his name is <laughs> No. Does fine. he know his name is <laughs> No. He has he has no idea what he called that. He still hasn't found out. No, oh no. Bro, we've been calling him this for years. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Damn. He has no idea. He's he's none the wiser. It would be funny if you if you did just bleep out Every time we said it, because oh, yeah, it would I'll just it. be. <laughs> yeah, it's not that hard. I'll do it. <laughs> Damn, I'm sorry to do this to you. <laughs> oh no, it's okay. No, it'll be good to learn how to do that. Perfect. Like, we're, All right, we're we're, 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 we're kind of playing this by ear. Yeah, yeah he... we're uh, we're figuring this out as we go. So we, we gotta we gotta figure out how to do handle these things. True. Yeah. In case someone accidentally says something, you know, yeah, inappropriate. We... In, in case, case I say the f word, information. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no p word. Yeah, or the S word. That's yeah. a bad one too. Or the B one. Yeah. The only B word we're allowed to say is Busey. Busey. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a Busey. Let's go out and get some Busey. Son tonight. of a Busey. <laughs> I'm on Tinder looking for some Busey. <laughs> good <laughs> hell yeah let's right. get it boys and we're back uh part two part two part we're, two bart fart two we are we're we're talking about ginger dead man starring our boy gary Busey, mr gb himself mr gb himself yeah g dog g dog g bizzle g bizzle g bizzle is a good one <laughs> so, uh, okay. What were you guys' favorite death scenes? Oh, easily the one where the the random the random like model lady just tries to leave the the fucking bakery because you know 
That's, first of all, they're, they're trapped in a bakery, which is just utterly stupid. It's not even a, it's it's a very small bakery. Um, That's true. And this woman tries to leave, and there's somehow this gingerbread man has rigged up a trip wire, and <laughs> she gets stabbed in the head with a knife. But but like the budget is so low that it doesn't even show the the knife swinging down. It shows her walking into like a piece of yarn, and then the next scene it like cuts, and then there's just a knife in her head. Yeah, that that's like my one of my favorites too other than not to like go too deep and, and spoil the ending but like the way the ginger dead man dies uh like him getting his head bit off by uh what's his face who's the guy who comes baker? In at the, yeah butcher baker brick <laughs> by brick, yeah, brick comes brick, in yeah. like the heroic savior he is and just bites off this gingerbread head that the gingerbread man has a, apparently internal organs and has blood and so he's just like ripping off a small animal's head. Yeah, very, very gruesome and unnecessary. He ate him like a. And don't worry about spoilers like this. Oh is... yeah, that's true. Yeah, this. Yeah, no one's gonna watch. Should we? Uh, no one exactly. wants to see this. <laughs> should, we, should we give a little? Should we give a little synopsis of uh, of the characters in the in the the setting and the plot? That's a good oh, idea. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So here's the deal. Uh, I can only remember like maybe two or three characters' names. Oh yeah, uh, I, I I also only remember about two characters' <laughs> names. <laughs> A- Anus. Amos, yes. Yeah, yeah. Amos. There was Brick. Uh, Betty. Um, I only remember Amos, Brick, and then like. Yeah, the I uh, I have man. like nicknames for them. Oh, like Amos, tell I, me. I I I forgot his name, Brilliant. but I wrote it down as AFI guy because he just looked <laughs> like a member of AFI. <laughs> and then there was the Jane Lynch body double. Who, yeah, the old yes. lady. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't remember. She was the grandma, but not yeah. sure. Uh, she was like the predecessor yeah. of the of the bakery. Yeah, I think so. I think she was either like her. I liked her death scene because it was the most like it was the most important or the most well done. Who Amos? No, the grandma. When she oh died. yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, a plot device. Instead of just being like, oh, yeah, yeah. So, so basically, the plot of this movie uh, it opens up with Gary Busey just in a diner. Like, there's no, it's just, it's just a diner, and Gary Busey shows up with a gun. Very abrupt. He's and uh, and he's just, yeah, he's not even robbing the place. He's just killing people. Um, Yes. And this old man is sitting under the table, and he's like, "We gotta stand up for ourselves. We gotta do something." And then he stands up and walks towards Gary Busey and goes, "Hey, pal!" And then Gary Busey just shoots him. Uh. He he doesn't even have a weapon. He's just briskly walking towards a man with a gun. So so Gary Busey kills that guy. Mm-hmm. Then Gary Busey he gives him a heads up too. He like makes noise yeah, before he tries yeah. to slowly. Yeah, he doesn't even like try to do it quietly. He's he literally is like hey, and then like goes like ah and walks towards him. <laughs> Damn, I didn't see this one coming. And then and then like I guess the son of of this man that just got killed is like hey, take it easy, man. Put the gun down and yeah, he pulled like, a, say he it pulled again. A, he pulled a drink, Parker. He was like, whoa, just yeah, take it yeah. easy, man. Just take it easy, man. And then Gary Busey d- it decides to take it easy, man. But then he pulls out a knife and stabs that guy. And then um, and then the woman, the, the, the girl, I guess, because I guess she's a kid at this point, he's, like, pointing the gun at her, and, and he's like, my mom always told me to finish what I started. And then he, like, shoots her but doesn't kill her because I guess he feels bad. Yeah, and then, he has a moment yeah. of hesitation before right. he shoots her. He didn't want it. Like, he almost doesn't. But then he and then, Yeah, and then uh, I guess she, she doesn't die because then it cuts forward, like, I don't know, an, a, an unspecified amount of time. Right. And that same woman whose family was killed by Gary Busey, um, 
is she like owns a bakery and then she she has a worker named Brick who's into yes. wrestling and that's established. He's like, Oh, I'm going out to the to the wrestling event tonight. I'm the butcher baker. Well and then also there is a love interest he's also there into her. between Brick and the bakery owner. Yeah, oh yeah, between between the butcher baker and uh and main lady. Yes. That's a very Who, by the way, way, I don't think a single one of us know the main character's name. Is Betty, right? I'm pretty sure it's Riley. Her name's Sarah. Oh. See? Yeah, yeah there it is. Okay. We didn't even know it. Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> we all of us had so different then, guesses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so well, then so then like once once it, it establishes that she owns this bakery, uh there's there's like a package delivered by some man in a cloak. That just right. says grandma's batter or something. And, <laughs> yeah. and none of this is explained. Like, it's so stupid. She, like, this random cloaked figure delivers a package. First of all, it doesn't, it doesn't say that Gary Busey is dead or anything. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't specify what happens to him. But then they get this weird package of, of batter and they're, they're using it. And, no, and it, uh, it, it does, it does specify, like, what happens to him. You see, like, a news article saying that he, like, went to jail oh, right. and then he, he got the electric chair. Yes. Oh, see, I missed, I missed that so yeah. long. It was very quick. Well, we see that, we see that later when the grandma's alone in the warehouse. It's, oh, like, yeah. 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 It's like when she gets yeah. her finger cut. Okay, so I guess Gary Busey's dead, right? And then they get this this package of, of batter, and they're using it, they're making shit with it, and then Butcher Baker cuts his hand, gets blood in the batter, and they use it anyway. Right. It's uh, very even though there's blood bladder. in it. It's not yeah, good. It's, 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 <laughs> bloody he basically bladder. just lacerates his hand. He's yeah. just spilling blood into his into this fucking batter. Yeah. And they pours... and they don't they don't they don't they use it to make yeah. a cookie. Yeah, they, they like moved his hand over it too. Like there was no to get it out of there yeah. too. He he cut his to hand not even batter. above the yeah. batter. Like he like because why would you be cutting something above the the little pot of batter? He literally cuts his hand like like chopping something and then moves it over the batter and just bleeds all in it. It's downright somehow, it's, it's downright <laughs> it's downright buffoonish. It's downright <laughs> asinine. <laughs> yeah. And, and somehow them using this this blood, not Gary Busey's blood, Butcher Baker's blood, the the guy who works for the bakery, somehow by using this this batter with his blood in it, it turns it, re it resurrects Gary Busey into a gingerbread man, aka yeah. the ginger dead man. But like the process of it happening too, because he does like you were saying, he pours at least eight fluid ounces of blood into this <laughs> into this batter, and then yeah. and then from there on they look at that and says hmm looks good. Moves it to the mixer, starts mixing the batter. The batter is like a blood orange at this point. It's yeah, supposed it's, to be it's, white. It's beet red, and they're just yeah. like, yeah, this is fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it looks like someone is, like, it, it looks like it's disgusting. I couldn't get over it. Every single time, like, the scene came up, and then we saw it getting mixed, and slowly as it was getting mixed, you see a little baby Gary Busey gingerbread hand man coming out. And just covered in blood. I was I was purely disgusted. I couldn't get, I, yeah, get past it. I got a question. It's foul. What do you guys think would have happened had Butcher Baker Boy not bled in the batter? Oh, probably nothing. See, see, this is this is the thing that's ridiculous. Were they were they counting on some random person bleeding into this weird batter right. to turn to like what if what if that just didn't happen? This, well, this, have, this movie. I have a theory because I think that the soul of Gary Busey was already inside of the bakery via the little grandma's favorite secret seasoning being delivered, and I think that it was just kind of like. An unconscious effort. If if he hadn't just cut his hand and let it bleed into the batter, somehow, some way, 
Gary Busey still would have been re- uh, resurrected. They would have found a way to make it work. It was destiny. If I can play off that Weston for a second, I think. Okay, so at the end, run. Okay, so I'm gonna spoil the ending, but I mean, we kind of got, we kind of did it anyway. When uh, when Butcher Boy, you know, just viciously just, uh, eats the frickin' heck out of out of Gary Busey's cookie body, um, <laughs> he inevitably becomes Gary. <laughs> So like I yeah, feel like yeah. I feel like whoever yeah. like whatever batch they would have made without blood like whoever would have eaten the cookie would have embodied Gary Busey. Oh, like they see maybe that was the plan, mm-hmm. and they would have had duplicate Gary Buseys. Oh, see his oh, real plan was to get see. transferred into a human, but instead he became a cookie. Right, right. <laughs> ah, I like that. I, I like see. that. That's. That's a good workaround. Your brain's really working I, on dude, that. Dude, I had nuts, I I had some downtime at work today. Damn. And this is what you thought of. Beautiful. About? <laughs> Respect. Yeah, I mean, I I I finished what I needed to do and I was like, "Well, I got to prep for this." So, yeah. So I did. Yeah. I mean, who, what am I gonna, Yeah, what ponder. am I going to do? Talk to talk to Ki- talk to Joe about Kiss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's your favorite member? <laughs> what is your favorite Ace Freely riff? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any kiss riffs. <laughs> I, I, you don't I know. Do. Uh, you, no you don't know the, the one from the, the one that's like banana, 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 banana. I, <laughs> I think that's just Detroit Rock City or yeah, something, or like Rock and Roll <laughs> yeah. All Night, or actually, I mean, those are the two famous ones. Yeah. Yeah. I, all right. Not ringing a bell. I probably. Know. <laughs> yeah. Kiss. Kiss is kiss. Fucking sucks. I hate them. Yeah, dude. I hate Kiss too. Imagine if Gary Busey was in. Oh, that, that'd be better. I'd enjoy it. <laughs> Imagine Gary Busey as the front man wearing Gene Simmons makeup. Yeah, I was gonna say that would be that would be epic. I might be into Kiss if that was the point. Gary Busey Kiss vocals. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. Bro, Kiss could fucking kiss oh, yeah. my hiney. <laughs> mm, kiss that. more like piss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a that was a mad burn. Yeah, got him. We're on a fucking roll yeah. here, guys. Gene Simmons, <laughs> he's angry at us right now. He's sitting there. He's oh, getting yeah. mad. I hope Joe doesn't find specifically this section. As long as we don't give. Oh yeah, you mentioned his name. <laughs> as long as we don't give him something to like stalk us. Like the other day, like I Cade Cade put a video out, and I, and I was like, "Yo, Joe, check this out." And then he started perusing Cade's uh, YouTube channel casually, like speakers on. In front of everybody at the workplace. Uh oh. And I was like, uh oh. I was like, this is some compromising what? material out here. Well, this is what, like, yeah. this is like 40 everybody? minutes into the podcast, right? There's no way he's going to find this. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, he's not going to find it. No, this is, yeah. In front of, <laughs> oh no. There were a lot, I mean, there's nothing like bad no. up there, but like, I just, I don't like when pe- I put those videos out for me. It's not for other right. people. Right, right. Idiot. So, uh, so, so the ginger dead man. Yes. Um, so, so, so once Gary Busey's unleashed, right, he just kind of starts wreaking havoc, but he's like slowly playing around with the people in the. So, first of all, there's like some weird rivalry going on between like the main bakery and like this bakery across the street. Right. And, uh,. Oh yeah, that's like super important. I guess. I guess the only thing that's important is like this one like pretty like lady shows up because she's like, I'm gonna mess with your bakery because my daddy owns the one across the road, and so she shows up at the at the bakery that has Gary Busey in it. Right. And then and then that lady's boyfriend named Amos shows up. Right. Uh, And let me tell you, Amos is my favorite thing about this movie. He looks so sick. He's got like he's got like a receding hairline. He's my favorite character. 
Yeah, he's he's got like yeah. Guy Fieri hair, but like balding, and he's got like a like a he's got like a wallet chain on. He's got like black Converse, mm-hmm. like a like some. Sh- yeah, he's got like a it, like long dicky shorts that have like tribal like. Yeah, I forgot on about them. that. It's like it's got like a tribal pattern sewn into the dickies. That's so sick. Yeah. He literally looks like a playable character in like Tony Hawk. <laughs> yeah, <Day>. yeah. <laughs> His name, yeah, and he's uh, he's got like I think he had an eyebrow ring too. Yeah, dude. He did have an eyebrow piercing. It like in every scene you notice something. Like as you watch the movie, you notice more and more features that Amos has oh, on also, him, and it only makes you how, like. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, how can we forget the pull my finger tank top? Yes. <laughs> oh. oh yeah. <laughs> This is true. The the number one staple of apparel that he was wearing that just went straight over my head. Yes. Yeah, so 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 that they, they got a merry band of uh, of men gathered at this bakery, and and Gary Busey yeah, so decides to reveal himself, and his opening line is, "I'm not the fucking Pillsbury Doughboy" or something yeah. like that. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And they're all like, "What was that? And, uh, Did that cookie just speak?" And they're all like freaking out, looking for it. Yeah. And Amos is just yeah. Like, Amos whatever. is like, "It's yeah, just Amos a joke. is kind of yeah." Amos is like this. He's pretty nonchalant. Yeah, he's about like, it. I, yeah, he's like, I've seen a cookie talk before this. Which, to, to be fair, <laughs> yeah. if I saw a cookie speaking at me, I, I, I don't know. Actually, I take that back. I probably would get kind of startled. I would get startled. I was gonna be like, "That's Amos. That's seemed, not very yeah. intimidating, but it's just like, it, it, I don't know. Something ain't right." Amos seems... I think Amos's reaction wasn't out of being, like... I mean, obviously, Amos doesn't give a shit about very many things, but I think he's also kind of slow. Yes, that's... The, he yeah. definitely seemed to be. To me, he seems like the type of guy that would frequently smoke the synthetic marijuana spike. <laughs> um, Just almost and fucking die so, and be like, that was cool. Yeah. Like the way he was, the way he was dressed, based on that, and the fact that he had like a three fifty seven Magnum, just like loose oh, in yeah. his car. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the man's up to no good, but he is he's a certified bad boy. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah, because because the the ginger dead man's yeah, first victim gets, is the grandma of of the lady who owns the bakery, and uh, yeah, she's an alcoholic. Yeah, true, she walks though. into the bakery, starts starts drinking, just downing Jack, and then the ginger dead man like bonks her on the head and knocks her out. And they they find her like in the fridge, covered in fucking frosting. Oh, with, I thought um, that was uh, I thought that was the coworker. Yeah, I didn't think that was the grandma. That was like yeah, yeah, that wasn't the oh, grandma. Oh shit! They they found her in like so. A little, oh, they um, found her in the cart. Yeah, right. Cart thing. Once they find her, then Amos yeah. goes to his cart and just gets a fucking dirty, hairy like forty four Magnum out of there. <laughs> <laughs> we also have failed to mention how um, our first introduction to the grandma. Is her shooting yes. the, the sign? Um, yeah, the that's right. Across the street to take the sign down. Yeah, she's just blasting like yeah. a twelve gauge shotgun at the at the business across the road, like in the middle no of the sidewalk. Yeah, the com- the competitor's bakery. Yeah, yeah. That, the, Kate, Kate's right. There was no recoil on it. She's just shooting it, not moving. She didn't. She didn't even pretend to, yeah. that she was firing mm-hmm. a gun. Yeah, no. Con- she's drinking Jack. No consequence for her actions. What she's drinking Jack in yeah. every scene that she's in. Pretty much, dude. Yeah. It's it's Jack in hand, twelve gauge in the other, um, and and what's crazy too is she's not only shooting at the sign, but it's like a tarp <laughs> banner, and she has like pinpoint accuracy with this shotgun. She's like picking like the strings, like shooting the strings off of the tarp yeah, banner. And it's slowly <laughs> she just fucking quick scoped that tarp. <laughs> <laughs> 
She had she had sleight of hand and, pro. Dog, dog, she was camping. <laughs> What's? Yeah, you know, she was camping that fucking. She was camping the spawn. Yeah. Oh yeah. She was using modded <laughs> yeah. controllers. She she was one man army noob tubing. <laughs> the the funniest part is is after that, like the owner of the business that's getting shot up, who's like this like Bible belt accented southern. Yeah, he's wearing man a cowboy hat. Comes up the whole time. Yeah, he's wearing a cowboy hat. He's dra- driving like a Gran Turismo or something mm-hmm. like that, and he's he's like, well. My humble, will you please shoot my stop shooting my business? And then she's like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> well, actually, I know. I, I think actually, what happens is the the owner, like the the lady, the main character, goes out and goes, "Grandma again," and like pulls her inside. And then the grandma's like, "I'm gonna go home and take a nap." Yeah, and then yeah, the yeah, owner, right, the owner right. shows up and goes, "I'll give you money to close down your bakery." And like they make no mention of the fact that a shotgun had just been blasted yeah. at his store. Also. Doesn't he give her like I think it he op- re- it's revealed to us later that it's fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, fifty thousand. I remember that too. That well, without she, a what? solid agreement. She declined it, didn't she? She was like, I ain't taking your dirty money. Well yeah, but he still gives yeah, it. Yeah, I to think her. that's verbatim what she said. <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's so absurd. So like there there's this little subplot that's only like with the the rival bakers that's addressed like like yeah. once. And then so the ginger dead man kills like the, the front desk lady. I don't even. I don't. He like cuts her finger off. Or no, no, no he cuts the grandma's finger off. No, that's the grandma. Yeah, she, she shows. Yeah, so she's the. So first after victim. she blasts, she blasts the the store. Goes home. Gary Busey gets revived. She shows back up. Immediately starts downing Jack Daniels again. And then the ginger dead man's there, and he's like, "Hey!" And then the old lady's like, "What?" And he and then he just cuts her finger off. <laughs> yeah. And then they find her body, and they're like, "What's this?" And then for some reason. The owner of that st- of the rival bakery shows up again, and somehow Gary Busey, as the ginger dead man, got into the the other baker's car. Yeah, like drives it into him, like smashes him into the wall, and just kills him. I was gonna say <laughs> that was my that was my second favorite death scene behind the eating of the ginger mm-hmm. dead man. I I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that a, that a cookie could single handedly <laughs> ram a car into a wall. Well, he was using yeah, he was using pin. the rolling yeah. pin. Yeah, using a rolling pin somehow. Like, <laughs> yeah. somehow his little gingerbread foot, he's, like, smacking a rolling pin down. And, and like, it shows a scene of him behind <laughs> the wheel. And there's, I mean, it's very clear that he's not even looking out of the out of the fucking windscreen. Like, it's just, it's just absurd. Yeah. <laughs> the the typical car, car crash death scene where somebody gets pinned against the wall. That's pretty yeah. classic. I mean, I was kind of expecting that I at some point. I was honestly expecting, like, the car to kind of, like... You know, like make an indent in the wall. You know what I mean? Like cause at least some sort of damage. Yeah, I, I, I thought he was gonna ram it like through yeah. the wall or something. No, nope, yeah. doesn't do it. Just smashes him into the wall, kills him for no reason. Yep. Wasn't that uh, like? Wasn't it like the exact same way in one of the Terminator movies? I want to say that happened to someone. Uh, I don't. I haven't seen either. You know, I haven't seen Terminator one or two in so so g dang long that I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I just rocked Terminator One, and it's not in there. So, uh, but I believe you. It might be in one of them. There's a lot of yeah, Terminator. I don't movies. remember movies very well. Yeah, me as well. I kind of have Swiss cheese brain. Like immediately after watching a movie, I will forget. I, like the Ginger Dead Man. Watching it, right when we were done, forgot every single character's name, forgot <laughs> almost every plot point, and then went to bed. <laughs> I uh. <laughs> Somehow I remembered all of this. I, I didn't know any of the character names because I didn't even know them while we were watching it. But I I remember right. I remember every scene. 
Damn. That's impressive. I, I study I study I took this movie in. I I there's like this one quote that I think was very funny when like the when Amos grabbed his gun and he like brought it into the bakery to uh uh what's her face uh to whatever the the lady who owned the bakery and then the front desk worker he was like he was like when I see this fucker I'm going to bl- blast him to crumbs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. and then they just like they like walk to the back and search for him. And then, like, somewhere during that, like, I think Amos and, like, the owner are, like, in the back, and the reception lady's in the front, and the ginger dead man kills her, and then they, they, they and yeah. she's just missing, and they don't realize, and then they find her body, like, in the fridge. Yeah, that's, like, that's, and she's covered. I was gonna say, that's the woman who's she covered is, in whipped cream, right. Yeah, she, yeah. she is covered yeah. in, like, frosting or whipped cream or something, just, like, from, mm-hmm. from her neck down, she's just fucking covered in frosting. And and they, and and yep. Gary Busey has put cherries on her nipples, <laughs> right? He has. And they, <laughs> they find her and they're like, "Oh my god!" And they, they just they just drag her away. They just drag her out of the fridge. Do you guys think that? Uh, do you guys think that like frosting or cream like helps with like hypothermia a little bit or like not at all? I mean, oh, definitely not. Insulation. I mean, considering it's cold and refrigerated, I'm I'm sure it, it doesn't right, do fair well. fats do fats do hold pretty well. This, I'm not mistaken. Also, I, I'd so, like to add that Cade uh, is is a baker. He works at a bakery, so he so that's uh, true. Cade, you would do. you like to give us some insight as to how this bakery in the movie was set up and run? <laughs> oh, like nothing, nothing like the place I work at all. The place <laughs> I work is like organized and because it's a chain bakery. So, it's not it's not Panera Bread, but it's close, right? Um, everything is like really well organized, and it's not it doesn't have like thirty foot high ceilings. It's yeah, made out of like yeah. What what was that? It was like an aluminum building. Like that's the best way I can use. Yeah, it looked like it looked like they were inside of a silo. That building looked like it was structurally built in a fucking SpongeBob episode. Also, how do yeah. they keep their their pans are so fucking clean in the movie? It's crazy. Yeah. So, Cade, what you're what you're telling yeah. us is that if if uh, you were to cut your hand and spill blood into batter, you would not use it. You would not cook <laughs> with it at the place that you work. I, I don't think that would be acceptable. No. Okay. Good. Good. <laughs> it would be against Panera's health regulations. <laughs> it's basically Panera. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, after. After they find the girl like wrapped up in frosting, then that's where everything starts to get a little crazy. That's I think that's like when he comes out and they start blasting at him. Or no, he he knocks out Amos, uh, Amos, and uh, wait, he, you're, you're, like, you're missing, you're missing his... the 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 model lady. She gets slashed. She gets oh, slashed. Yeah. Does she die before uh, he? She's he the gets one who the, yeah, oh, the yeah, knife she, to the she, head, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She gets she gets slashed yeah. in the face by okay. the ginger dead man, and then she runs in the back with Amos and and like the dead uh, um, cashier lady, and the and the owner of the bakery. And she's like, "He got my face. I'm no longer Miss Miss Kentucky or whatever. Like I used to be the the face yeah. of this state. No, no longer because I got a gash on my face." And then she's like, "I'm gonna leave before he he does anything worse." And that's when yeah. she she oh, walks yeah. into she into a piece finds, of yarn. Yeah. Well, that's when she finds her dad, and, right? Uh, 
Oh yeah, she finds her dad. No, she, she does. She goes outside. That's earlier oh, in the movie. Yeah, she finds her dad. That she like finds her dad. And she has like zero reaction to him dying. She's like, "Daddy, no." She also she, has like, no reason to stay. She has no reason to go back inside the bakery, but she does. Yeah. Well, none yeah. Of so do. that's like my biggest qualm, because like they they can leave the bakery. I'm assuming the the car that the ginger dead man used to kill the southern man with is still right. Also, he's yeah. a cookie. There's no way he can move that fast. Right. Amos has a car. This guy has a car. I'm pretty sure the bakery owner has a car. Like, there are at least two or three cars in this movie that they could use at any point in time to escape. There's definitely, There is zero reason for them to be stuck in this this bakery. That's true. They they literally could have walked out at any point in time. Yeah. Yeah. And, And she also has a shotgun, which I don't think comes back. Yeah, nope, right. Nope, it doesn't. It just disappears. Like she, it just disappears into the bakery. It it it, it gets sucked into the Which wall. Which is weird. Or you think the like ginger that. dead man would, if he could somehow figure out how to drive a car, he could figure out how to use a shotgun. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Dude, Dude the ju- he he rigged up a a trip wire to to where a <laughs> yeah. knife would swing. And with enough velocity to to penetrate someone's skull. Yeah, at the very least, he he's taken this? at least like a couple engineering classes, to f- or like at least physics. Yeah. Oh yeah. To figure to rig this up. Yeah. Yeah. He's been yeah. a busy boy. I mean, the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The coolest part about the knife too is it's like a buoy knife. <laughs> yeah. Like it's not like a big. Yeah, knife. yeah. It's, it's, it's literally like a, a crocodile buoy knife. knife. Where do you get that. <laughs> Why is that in the bakery? Who knows. Yeah, it's it's very cool how he's able to just like find these things. He's very guys, crafty. Do you guys remember how um, the batter? Oh wait, no, never mind. Stupid question. Obviously, they put the batter in that in that oven, that massive oven. Because I was, I was just thinking, how do he get in there in the first yeah. place? But yeah. Well, yeah, that's the that's another part too that I was like astonished by. Like, they, okay, so they're at this bakery. There's so many other things that are like loaded up around the bakery. Yeah, oh yeah, and. Like, so many other items. So, she rolls out the dough, takes, like, this comically large gingerbread man outline cutter, and cuts one <laughs> gingerbread cookie and puts one gingerbread cookie into the and oven. Like, the wall. Yeah, it's a oven. giant fucking furnace. Like, it's huge. Like, Kate. Yeah. Like, this, this, this oven that had, like, fits people yeah, inside. Like, Kate, do you, have it, do you have any experience with an oven of that proportion? Okay, not, like, that big. That was, like... That one's a little smaller than our walk-in fridge, but we have we do have some like chonker ovens. Like we have this one, you can fit ten of those large size pans on it, and it rotates. And then we have a smaller one under it that is. I mean, you probably could fit a person in there, but like, it'd be hard. I'm not gonna try either. Sure. Yeah, but, I I, fi- you know, I figured this big. oven was um was. I figure those don't really exist, especially... I mean, they yeah. probably do, but not in a bakery of, of that size. Exactly. Not, like not the, in an, yeah, not yeah, an independent like, bakery. Not in a bakery... Yeah, an independent, yeah. locally owned bakery that is hemorrhaging money and has competition <laughs> yeah. that is doing better <laughs> yeah, no than way. just across the street. She's, yeah. she's just got, like, metallurgical, uh, like, furnaces in the back of her fucking bakery. Yeah. Also, <laughs> furnaces like that in a bakery should not glow red. That's oh, not... Oh, well, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like it literally, it literally looks like she has like a metallurgical shit that you would use to, to fucking like carburize, carburize steel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all know what that she's, is. She's heat treating steel in her spare time. That's all I'm saying. 
Hey, that's that's the best you can do running two businesses. She's oh, got yeah. a side yeah, hustle. Yeah. I'm, I correct me if I'm wrong, but I think she inherited the business from her dead dad. Well, yes, that's, that's that seemed like, to be yeah, the implication. Yes. Okay. Yeah, he got blasted he hard. Wasn't said it was implied <laughs> because this movie doesn't really explain very many things. Yeah, it doesn't explain who the man in the cloak was that delivered the the magic batter. It doesn't explain really why Gary Busey's just killing people. Like, I guess in the first one of the first scenes of the movie, he's like, "I gotta finish what I started," and I guess like that's supposed to be like, "Oh, he's crazy. He's finishing what he started. He wants to kill this woman." Because there, because there's a scene where like she's like, "What are you?" and he's like, "Not what, baby? Who? Don't you remember me from the diner?" Like. <laughs> And she's like, oh! You remember my voice. Yeah, I think that's what she says. You remember, you remember my voice. You remember my voice. That's my Gary impression. <laughs> I'm like sorry. That. that was pretty... Uh, that wasn't great, but like I liked it. Yeah, that was closer than anything we've done. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. I, I'm, a big, I'm a big fan uh, of Gary Busey after watching this movie. Oh, same. Do you guys think that they knew? Like, do you think they were intentionally making a bad movie? Or do you think... Do you think that, like, they were trying to make a bad movie that's entertaining, but they just ended up making, like, a huge piece of shit? I thought he directed it. No way. What? Wait, did he? He he might not. Give me one second. I thought he did, and if he did, it makes sense why it was so bad, because he's not... I mean, he's not... this movie has three directors. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, that's why. They couldn't (laughs) agree on anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, none of them are Gary Busey. Yeah, too many, too many I was chefs say, in Gary, the bakery. Gary Busey. Yeah, too many chefs in this bakery. <laughs> my my only too many like, cooks. knowledge of Gary Busey before this movie were, were these videos I used to watch, like maybe five years ago, where Gary Busey had like outbursts on random people. I don't know what show this was from, but he used to get really angry in public. Did at he? People. Well, I, well, I mean, he literally he he literally it. has brain damage, so. Yeah, yeah I don't. Yeah, I, I do not know like where those came from, but that's all I know about Gary Busey. Besides the fact that he was in this movie. Yeah, I don't. I honestly don't know too much Gary Busey lore, other than like what we were talking about earlier. I, I can like look up his IMDb, but I've never seen other than Point Break. I have not seen like any of his other right. movies. Uh, did you guys know he was in a band uh, in the early seventies with Mark Hamill? No, that's so cool. What the fuck? That's crazy. Uh, Yeah, he played drums in this band. I can't remember the name of the band. It was like it was like a South like regional popular band. It was like this popular music guy from like the Texas, Oklahoma area who was like the leader. And like Mark Hamill played bass and Gary Busey played drums. That's wild, dude. The Texas Wheelers. I have some hot Hot Gary Busey information, fresh off of the presses as let of me, last let me year. With so, <laughs> what are the, the the letters G B P J? Do those mean anything to you? No. no. So Gary Busey has a TV show that aired that airs on Prime Video for free right now called Gary Busey Pet what? Judge, and it seems to be a show 
where Gary Busey is a judge for pets. There's a picture that I'm looking at right now where it is, it, it, I, I believe it is the cover of like the, like it, it would be like the thumbnail if you were to pull it up on Amazon. But it's Gary Busey wearing like a judge's robe, like a judge's gowns. Um, he has the hammer, he has the gavel, and then in front of him is a scale where on the left part of the scale, there's a rabbit and a parrot, and on the right, there's a. Cat. Oh my god, that's amazing! Wow. <laughs> this trailer is really chaotic. Oh my god. Oh my god, there's like pictures of like the bailiff like carrying in like animal, like dogs and cats and putting them on his seat. <laughs> like. What okay? On what crimes could these pets be committed for? And two, what are their consequences? <laughs> I'm yeah, so interested know more. right now. This is incredible. No walks for a while. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Gary Busey presides as a pet court uh, court judge to help resolve problems. Unspecified, just problems. <laughs> I feel like Gary Busey is the type of guy who would be like, you're found guilty of being adorable to like a dog or something. Yeah, That's probably. <laughs> he looks really good for being 76 years old. He's 76? Holy shit. Yeah. I, yeah. Was like, I just saw this thing that says his wife gave birth in 1971. Oh, <laughs> good lord. What's yeah. what's his kid's name? Uh, he Garfield. Was, he Busey? was born in 1944. No, uh, <laughs> good one. William Jacob Busey. Not very interesting. Nah, sorry, that's all right. Damn. This isn't this isn't Gary Busey's son. But did you know that Nicholas Cage's son has a black yes, metal band? I did know that. Yes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, I haven't listened it's to cool. it. His name. Uh, I haven't listened to it either, but I just I, I know that tidbit. I don't even know the name of the band. Well, now I'm looking at a clip of Pet Judge where there's a turtle on a skateboard. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I, there's like visible. I just wanted to oh, let sorry, everyone. I was gonna. I was just gonna say. Uh, I, I googled Gary Busey and went to images, and I scrolled down a little bit, and I said people interested in Gary Busey also searched for. First result: Steven Seagal. Oh shit. <laughs> Two men who have the ability to open their mouth very wide. <laughs> yeah. um, actually, Nicholas Cage, one of his sons' name is Weston. Whoa! Whoa. Yeah. My papa. Lower yeah. there. I. Wow. Who would have known? It's me. I have a black metal band. I'm not gonna tell you. What it is. <laughs> yeah, your dad is also Nicholas Cage. <laughs> There's this there's this picture that I saw on Twitter I think where it's just Nicolas Cage next to his son like in full corpse paint and shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so cool. There's like multiple photos of that, that of like him on like a red carpet and Nicolas Cage just being Nicolas Cage, but like like his son like in full like corpse paint like like not having a good time or at least seeming so, like full on Rob playing Papa. the black metal part. <laughs> yeah. Like, you sold out, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, what do you think Nick Cage thinks of what happened to Euronymous? <laughs> oh, he probably he probably loves it. Okay, <laughs> do you know anything about you the uh, yeah? Do you know anything a, about the Euronymous oh, lore? I know, oh, I know a lot. Okay. You know, Varg used to make uh, gardening videos that Will watched until Dude, Varg got taken off YouTube. I used to straight up watch like all of Varg's videos because they were so funny to me, like. He would just he would just talk about like porn and shit, and he'd be he'd be like pornography, 
why is it so bad? Let's find out. <laughs> and then it, it like, <laughs> it's like the intro to every single one of his videos. Yeah, it just be like him like sitting in a car or like him just like like having his kids like pick up flowers or something. It was really, it was very like relaxing, honestly, to be honest with you. He, he'd have random videos yeah. where he'd just like be in chain mail or like be wearing like a Gandalf hat. Yeah, each video was unpredictable. <laughs> different from the last yeah he would and he would like say stuff where he's like very concerned about the environment he was like i don't drink coffee because coffee is not environmentally friendly to drink i love that this gary Busey photo has a fucking eye funny thing at the bottom right corner (laughs) (laughs) that is (laughs) hey i'm going to the right sources here i like these photos yeah these are good oh yeah the ginger dead man yeah oh this is the evil bong oh hell yeah yeah, evil. So evil bong is actually a sexy uh, milf type lady from really? what I'm seeing right now. Damn. Uh, yeah, she's got a she's got bright red lipstick. Uh, she's got a very cru- was it Cruella Deville? Oh yes. Yeah, she's got a very Cruella Deville look type to her. Um, if Corella Deville's face was on a bong, that's very hot. That's awesome. I, I'm mm-hmm. just like I'm so fascinated as to how Gary Busey got involved with this movie. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm sure it was a wild shot. Like how? Like I, it must have been like a shot in the dark. They're like, we're not gonna get Gary Busey, and then someone inside of him was like, I, I'm doing this movie. I'm sure they're all shocked. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like if I was a famous actor and someone someone pitched this to me, I'd be like, yes, of course I want to do that. <laughs> Yo, yeah, it's kind of like a it's a break. It's kind of like that movie, uh, movie forty three. Have you guys seen that? I've heard of it. Oh yeah, it, yeah. It's it's like. It's like a lot of like popular Dude, like, that movie. Hollywood actors just like uh, I don't even know. I mean, how would you? That movie even... sucks so hard. It's it's literally just like <laughs> yeah, that movie is an abomination. It's literally just SNL, but with like like actors and and it it's shit. It's so bad. It's just a bunch of skits. Yeah. <laughs> the first scene in that movie is Hugh Jackman with testicles on his chin. Oh, I think wow. that honestly that yeah, bit's that bit pretty funny. Me. Everyone, like if like if I see a photo of that, like I crack up. Whatever I'm doing. Oh, I mean, fair. Let me send you a picture of it then. Drop that in Discord. Drop it in the Discord. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Look at that. Oh, there's a there's a better one actually. Hold on. This one's way better. He's like drinking soup. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like dipping in the soup. It's his time. It reminds me, isn't there like a a a race in one of the Men in Black movies called Balchinians? Yeah. And they're just like, <laughs> and, he, and he like pulls down scarves and he like punches their <laughs> yeah, necks. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> now I want to watch Ridiculous. this movie. Forty three. Yeah, should this be a poopy movie? This this could probably be on the pod. Oh, yeah. dude. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we, we went on a big tangent. We did. Yeah. We did. Eddie, Eddie, who? Okay. So I think Eddie, what? I think it's time for us to give this some poopies. So what's your guys's like? I don't know. Like, if you is there any, what else do you guys have to say about this movie? Ultimately, um. So like my my like final words about this movie is I don't know how they got Gary Busey to do it. I want to know how much the budget is or was for this movie. And the fact that they made about like four or five more movies subsequently afterwards, uh, 
It's impressive. This movie is an absolutely dog shit movie. Yes, it's so bad. Um, yeah. <laughs> whoever wrote this has really needs to refine their skills. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's that's how I'm feeling. Overall, I enjoyed Amos and his yeah. AFI. The, the movie is like the, uh, 60 minutes, and it feels so long because it's it's so bad. Yeah. Less, it's exceptionally short for a right. movie. Less than how many poopies would you give this out of six? Out of out six? Out of six poopies. Oh, man. You know what? I'd give it... So, like, is six poopies, like... That is, like... Like, am I excited to have like a six, six poopies? Is like, is like, six poopies is, like... This is better than what I was expecting by, like, tenfold. Oh, okay. I'd give this a solid two poopies. Okay. Damn. That's not bad. Yeah. I think I think I would give it one because I I, I had seen it before and I, I knew exactly what was coming, for the most part. Like I, I kind of I kind of forgot, I, I forgot a lot of it, but I, I I had seen it and I knew I knew it was really really awful. <laughs> I'm I'm right there with you, Daniel. Right, Kate, how many poopies? I, I'm yeah. I'm I'm also at the one mark. I I've seen it before. <laughs> I I vaguely knew what was coming. Like I I really I really didn't remember a lot. Um. I think I think I just enjoyed it because I was just watching it with Daniel, and it was just something yeah, that, yeah. that that I just I just had a good memory about. But as I as I took a closer look, um, I was a uh, I was distraught nonetheless. So yeah, I'm, I'm giving it a one. Um, oh, I mean it's it's fun to watch with like the boys just because it's so ridiculously bad. One hundred percent. But it's not it's not one of those movies. It's not like it's. It, you really have to be in the right mindset. Like Weston and I were drinking drinking brews. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like watching this movie sober and like, you, you got you got to have a group of boys together. Boys with a Z, because boys with a Z is gender neutral. <laughs> True. You got you got to have a group of boys together <laughs> and just watch it, knowing that it's shit. Yes, I agree. Like yeah. this yeah. one's at least this one's at least enjoyable, like to an extent. Weston and I tried to watch the Steven Seagal movie like maybe two weeks ago. Sniper special. Yeah, that ops. one was it. It was we thought it would be so bad that it's funny, but it was just terrible, like insultingly bad. Like we, we couldn't even make it through. Oh yeah, damn. Yeah, I was like, I, I could not do it. I could not make it. That would get like negative two. Yeah, points. that was so bad. Damn, that's rough. I, I think I'm gonna have to go with mm-hmm. uh, with Weston on this one. I think this is a two poopies for me. All right, it all right. Like, yeah. It wasn't bad enough. I didn't like hate it, but it wasn't funny enough to. Get yeah, any more than two. Most most of the comedy yeah. comes from the fact that it's Gary Busey voicing a cookie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like with with this movie too, they missed they missed so much because they could have leaned into the, how ridiculous the concept is, but it, instead they took it and and just tried to make it partially serious. Yeah. They took themselves. Um, there too wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. They. They could. They, there's not even like it doesn't even really show like the death scenes because you could tell the budget is just so low. Yeah. First of all, yeah. The Ginger Dead Man looks like shit. It looks so bad. It's like disturbing how bad it looks. Like it. I, yeah. It's like oh, stop yeah. motion. Yeah. I, th- I think Weston may have said this like while we were watching it. Like it's so bad that it almost looks like it's an animatronic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it does not look good. Even I. I was convinced like outside, it was an animatronic for a little bit. Even the the outside of the bakery, like it looks like the set of a musical. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they, they they literally like rented a diner for a day, filmed in there, and then rented like some weird silo route like for a day, and then filmed in there. Dude, yeah. this like the whole the whole movie takes place bakery. pretty much in this bakery, like in one room. This movie is the equivalent of that yeah. movie Zach and Mary make a porno. 
Why? Why? Because <laughs> in, well, in the way that, like, I mean, what you were just saying, and like, they they basically just like rented out a space for a day to make a movie, like, in hopes of like making money, and like maybe not making money off it, but like they rented a space out for a day to make a movie, and that's that's essentially what they did yeah. in Zack and Mary. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're I not actually wrong. kind it's, of enjoy that movie. Fly. I do too. I, I yeah. like that movie. It opens as well. up with Primus, Winona's Big Brown Beaver. Dude, fuck yeah. It epic. It does. Dude, do you, can you can I can any it's of you guys score. like find the uh like the profits that they gained from this movie because I can't find it anywhere. I was I was just I literally read the entire Wikipedia page cuz I was trying to find it. I can't find it. Dude, I I'm look I've checked like I've checked Wikipedia obviously, but I've, I've checked IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes and so far nothing. Oh, also, I just want to add that uh, the the movie takes place in Waco, and I just felt like oh, that was right. significant. Yeah, it is funny that it's in Waco, Texas. I'm not even sure why it's that funny, but it's a good location for this mm-hmm. to be happening. I agree. Oh, now that now that um, I know that you guys are familiar with Violent Soho, I thought Waco is in Australia because they have an album called Waco. Yeah, is that why you <laughs> thought that? Thought that was a place. Yes, that's why I thought that. Oh my god, oh my god, wait, wait, okay, so I went to the the Ginger Dead Man Wikipedia page again, and the only two uh, people in the movie that have, uh, like, Wikipedia pages of their own are Gary Busey and Robin Sidney, who's, like, the main character, and I was, and I was yeah. looking down. She's been in Drake and Josh. What? And, uh, in 2020, she's in a movie called Corona Zombies. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, she was the Holy one who shit. was in all of those, the, the Ginger Dead Man and Evil Bong movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she, she has a very close attachment yeah. to Dude, uh, to so this. I'm on the Corona Zombies page, and it says, Oh, my God. Oh, my God, it's the same director as the Ginger Dead Man. No it's kidding. Charles Band. Dude, Dude we, we're going down a rabbit hole here. It says, uh, Corona Zombies is a 2020 American comedy horror film directed by Charles Band, uh, inspired by the COVID-19 pandemic. The main character's name is Barbie, who finds herself facing an outbreak of zombies infected by COVID-19. Much of the film is redubbed and re-edited footage from Hell of the Living Dead and Zombies vs. Strippers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Alright. Alright, so... Uh if you guys check the chat, I found a, uh, a an old copy, oh, a box set, un- unopened, of the Ginger Dead Man trilogy box set. Oh yeah, uh, on uh, on eBay, is... going for two hundred dollars. God damn, it's vintage. Come on, baby. <laughs> Shit, dude, this this Saturday guy, Night Cleaver. This this Ginger guy, Dead Charles Band. Like he he's made a whole career on just directing shit movies. But how much money is he grossing from these? Well, dude, he keeps seems like he, he keeps making them. He's been money. making them since 1973, and he he's he just like, made one this year. So he's he's, he's at least wow. he's got to be making some money. Oh wait, whoa! Who disconnected there? Oh, it was Cade. Cade. Uh oh, his internet might have cut out. Oh yeah, Cade. Cade is. In a uh, for everyone's information, Kate is in like a fast food parking lot drive. Yeah, fast food parking lot using their Wi-Fi. Oh, actually. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's uh, he. He said he was trying to make it to Ashley's, and Ashley's house is like forty minutes away. And so he he saw that it was seven, pulled off of the freeway, and started uh, just he set up everything in his car, and now he's just recording. That's Damn, awesome. dude, that's that's dedication. I know it's impressive, and like his his quality doesn't sound too yeah. bad. Yeah, it sounds good. Uh, this is the looking at that uh, 
Ginger Dead Man package, the box set you sent. The second one is mm-hmm. called The Passion of the Crust. And it's <laughs> yes. And it's yes. him on a cross. <laughs> yes, he's been crucified. <laughs> I, I kind of want to They crucified me, Scoob. Is Gary Busey oh, in every dude. single one of these? I, I'm, I'm so curious. I think so. I think he's in the first three. Damn. Uh, because I'm back. it says, uh, hey, Kate. if sorry about that, guy. Hey, Kate's back. back. No, you're good. Yeah, you're, you're fine. So it looks like he's only in Passion of the Crust, <laughs> uh, the, the original, and then, uh, what's the third one called? Uh, Saturday Night Cleaver. Yep, dude, that's so sick. <laughs> after that, yeah, that's incredible. Damn. Well. I feel like we gotta. I feel like we have to watch the second and third of this now. Like we have to finish the series at some. I'm super yeah. down to watch I mean, the as, second. As and Gary Busey yeah. said in the movie, my mom has said to finish what I started. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Following the words of G Dog himself, we need to finish what yeah. we started. Yep. <laughs> yeah. G-Bizzle, we're coming we're for you. Your way. We're coming. G-Bizzle. I uh, I found yeah. the profits for this movie. Yo. So I can I couldn't. So I don't know if either of. If any of you guys have found like the spending budget, but uh, they grossed about uh, according to boxofficemojo.com, uh, one million six hundred seventy-seven thousand one hundred thirty-one dollars. Okay. Damn. Yeah. Wow. I mean, dude, to, to put that into perspective, the fanatic the uh, starring John Travolta grossed three thousand one hundred dollars. Shit. Damn. They outgrossed the fanatic. Yeah. They did. By by almost a million dollars. That's true. <laughs> So I'm, I'm looking up Charles Band's net worth, and I know like these accurate or these these websites aren't accurate at all, but like they're at least ballparky, and it says he has a net worth of twenty what? million dollars. Dude, hell yeah, that's pretty fucking sick. Who? The director. The director. Oh, but he. Yeah, he's got to be some like foreign investor who just has way too much time and money now. <laughs> so he just makes these because he doesn't know what else to do. He's like, I'll fund your. He was like, I'll fund think, your movie, uh, but I I get directing credit. <laughs> I really want to watch Puppet Master. This looks actually kind of good, like a good cheesy horror movie. Yeah, dude. So he owns a company called Full Moon Features, and he just he just intentionally makes these shitty horror movies. Wow. It's a man of his craft. Cool. Yeah, I like this. I mean, he's literally been doing it since 1973, according to uh, to his filmography on his Wikipedia page. Damn. Yeah, his first movie was, he did in 1973, and he's still doing it. That's impressive. I mean, he's making money. You, I gotta give it up. Wow. He he. Actually, what? what how he, you much know, he's did a, the movie he's cost? A, That's the question. Dude, he made three movies in 2020. West, what were nice. you saying? He's pushing him out. Uh, he he's made from what I can see. So there's the he this this is a man who loves sequels. Oh. He has the original Puppet Master that came out in 1989, and from what I can see in 2012, Puppet Puppet Master 10. Wow! Came out. Whoa, God, wow. Jesus! <laughs> this guy can't stop. No, he's a madman. He's cranking. He's 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 spinning the gear. Dude, box. I love that because it's it's just like I feel like this man is just like yo. What if what if this happened? And like he 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 gets like a basic idea for a movie, and instead of being like no, that's stupid, he's like yep, I'm making it. And he just does it. 
He's like, watch me. <laughs> this is it, guys. This is what we're doing. And he's just calling up some random actors that he can find. He's like, let's see if they'll do it. And two other directors. Have a I would have the two directors so cool. stuck around for the whole time, or are they just have they dropped off and he's found some other some other people to take their place? I'd be shocked if they stuck around. I oh I couldn't find anything about the budget by the way. Oh okay. I tried googling it and. There is no mention of how much this movie cost, but it cannot be more than a million dollars. Nah. So Sil- Sylvia St. Crux, or Sylvia St. Croix, is uh, the one of the other uh, one of the other directors, and they are known for two movies. They are known for Ginger Dead Man Two and Corona. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh my God. And let's see, uh, let's see what the other one, William Butler, William Butler, <laughs> oh, he's like an actor and like a, or he's like a makeup artist okay, too. Okay, that's cool. It seems like he did a lot of Chris Band movies as well, but he's also in other movies. Okay, I like this guy's style. I looked up Corona Zombies and it says Barbie returns home after a quarrel over toilet paper, only to turn on the news and discover that there's an outbreak of coronavirus. God damn. Yeah, we definitely need to watch that one. Yes, sir. It's only an hour. We, we, we can all, like, relate to Barbie's, uh, you know, her problems. Sure, she's yeah. right there. Oh, yeah. I, too, have run out of toilet paper. Dude, the trailer has half a million views. This guy has a much bigger market than we thought he did damn yeah this uh he the the other director william butler he was um he took part in night of the living dead the 1990 version the 1990 leatherface yo and wow uh well there was one more oh yeah and then 1988 friday the 13th that's sick that's so rad this guy's got experienced, so guy uh, like, experienced people dude, working on this project. They're pulling out all the stops. Mm-hmm. Cranking it, straight <laughs> cranking it. Yeah, say, hog. talk about a hog. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> James Charles Band, he's cranking <laughs> his hog, and he, he's busting loads. He's busting loads gingerbread size, and and they're they're oh, falling yeah. on the he's table. He's busting bloody loads. <laughs> yeah, and he's putting yeah. them in the batter, and then he's cooking it, and he's getting these movies. He saw the album cover for Metallica's Reload and said, "Blood and cum, I'm in." <laughs> <laughs> he's, he said, "I got fuel." He said. <laughs> I got fire. Oh, sorry. It would be it, it's load that has the blood and come on it, not real. Oh, I thought it was both. Yeah, I was about to say. It's Wait, load. is it? Oh shit! It's is literally it a actually... picture of a load. Wait, that's semen on the cover. It's of... it, dude. It literally is semen and blood. Like that's actually what that is. It's it's a real picture of come with blood mixed into it. Oh, who's that? Uh, I was to say, whose semen do you think it was? And cover. why do you think it was Lars's semen? Yeah, I, th- I, th- Lars. I think Lars busted a nut, and it was just it was bloody. And he said, "Whoa, man, look at my cum, man!" They... <laughs> Gotta take a picture, dude. <laughs> so, yeah, he t- took a picture of his cum, and then James went, "Ooh!" Yeah. And then they used he's it. Like, you're, he's like, you're, "You're not gonna believe this, guys! I just put a load in his cum. It's got blood in it." 
<laughs> Can you? Ma I can't imagine anything more terrifying. I can't than either. Busting a nut and it and it having blood Dude, in it. Dude, I hope we fucking saw a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why Metallica's gone downhill because he hasn't seen a doctor since he's had blood in his semen. <laughs> so, yeah, it's affecting his drumming. <laughs> he's just hemorrhaged so much blood, like through all the times he's jerked off since then. That's why he forgot how to play drums too. He's just got—he's iron deficient because because every time he comes, he loses blood. Cade asked. Cade just texted me out of nowhere earlier today. He goes, "Hey, Cade, am I a better drummer than?" Lawrence? I said, "Be honest." Yeah. <laughs> yes. Probably the answer is yes. Cade had different. Cade yeah, had a different I mean, idea in mind. I didn't say no. I just said I think Lars is technically better, but he also plays only one thing. Always. Bro, I said specific to drums, like well. outside of anything else, just drums. And you said you couldn't give me a yes. Yeah, no, on the drums. Dude, I there's in some ways. Okay, people. Speaking of Lars Ulrich, people always say that like he he like used to be better, like he used to be good, and then he just uh, like he got bad recently. No, dude, he's always been he's bad. Always like there's this video. From, he's always yeah. been bad. There, there's a video from the Cliff Amal thing where it's like it's like a performance from like 1982 where they're playing Ride yeah. the Lightning. And, like, during the solo part, you can, like, it's so bad. Like, he slows down so hard during the middle of Kirk Hammett's solo. And, like, Kirk literally turns around and stares at him while he's playing the solo. Because, like, he just, he slows down. And, he's, and he, he doesn't, like, slow down and, like, realize that he fucked up and, like, maybe stay, keep at that tempo or, like, try and, like, get back on to the right tempo. He slows down and continues to slow down. Like... <laughs> oh my god he's like trying to do double bass but he just can't get it right and he just fucks up and then like slows down and then fucks up and slows down again it's so it's ridiculous i'm gonna need that video oh i'll i'll, put, I'll give you a link i thought i'd seen every lars blunder but apparently not have you, Kate, have you seen that video of kirk hammett like struggling to play a very simple like three note riff yes yeah, that one's funny. Dude, that's so, that video's so good. Kate, have you ever seen that video called uh, Lars Ulrich Tries Out for Dream Theater? <laughs> no. No, I have not. So, uh, he doesn't exactly try out for Dream Theater. Like, it just shows, like, a clip of him, like, meeting the dudes in Dream Theater for, like, a second. And then, <laughs> and then it just, uh, and then, like, it, it literally just takes, like, a Dream Theater song and just, like, it replaces the snare with a sample of, like, uh, the snare from St. Anger. <laughs> Weston, what am I looking at yeah, here? Is that Prince Philip? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is, it is that's, Prince Philip. Dark Throne it's, it's Prince Philip. <laughs> <laughs> I found it and I said, I'm I, sending I like it to you, lot. fellas. <laughs> I wish this podcast was video already so we could say, Jamie, pull that up and then put <laughs> yeah. that on the screen. Oh. I've got it, and I've got a timestamp for you as well. Oh, fantastic. Oh, yeah? Okay, so go here and skip to about 345. You can see Kirk Hammett, like, literally turn around and stare at Lars because he's just fucking up the drums so bad. <laughs> for those listening, this is titled Metallica, Ride the Lightning, live at the Day on the Green, 1985. Where do I go again? Go to go to 348, and you'll, you'll hear it when it happens. You'll see him turn and stare. Okay. Oh, that's not a... Do you, do you hear Do you hear him just Damn. slowing down? <laughs> yeah. Kirk Hammett's just staring at him. <laughs> just like... Oh my god. 
You'd think Cliff would be the one staring at him because he's also the rhythm section. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and Cliff was also like the most the like the the most. Uh, he had the most musicianship out of the, out of that whole band. Like he's the only one who knew music theory and stuff. Robert. Uh, Robert. I think it's pronounced Trujillo. Trujillo. Yeah, probably. Oh, I think it's Trujillo. Think Robert Trujillo. He's really good. Oh, he's so good. He is. He's super good. Dude, he's a better guitar player than than James and Kirk. Yeah. It's kind of funny how that happens. Metallica always just has a better bassist than every other member. Except for Jason <laughs> Newstead. That guy, I mean, he's cool, but... No, I, yeah. I mean, he played he with a the pick, man. No disrespect yeah. to, to, to bassists who play with the pick, but, you know. Cade, what you gotta say about that? Yeah, you know what? Sometimes you gotta play with the pick, but... You know, finger picking obviously superior. I'm just kind of going in on the meme that like bassists who use a pick are like awful people. I just I think it's a funny meme. <laughs> it's so true. And if you're you're right, if you're a bassist and you and you use a pick, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> Cade oh. left. Cade got hurt by so mad. Cade said, "I've had it." He said, "I've had it up to here with this malarkey." <laughs> Stop joking around here, boy. I would. I tried. Um, I tried finger style on the bass earlier today. Finger style. Uh, it didn't go so well, so I reverted back to a pick. I cannot do the fingers. I mean, I can't. I also can't do it. I've never tried, but I can't. I, I already know. It's so easy. It's. So I don't even easy. play guitar with my fingers really. Like I, I can, I'm okay at like finger picking on guitar, but but I mean it's not. I'm I'm so much I'm so much better finger picking at guitar than I am like using an actual pick. I do not know where I'm going when I'm using an actual. Well, I mean, pick. it makes sense because you play bass, so you're more used to using this your fingers. True. This is true. Yeah, but I mean, it's not even the same technique though. But like, with, I mean, at least with like a classical yeah. guitar finger picking or like folk shit, where you're just like pedaling on like the low, like the the E, A, and D string with your thumb, and like using your other fingers to pick the lower three strings, like. Yeah. Yeah, it's not even close like finger p- picking a bass. Yeah. yeah, plucking. Plucking a bass. Nope. Plucking is plucking is different. Oh. Like plucking is when you're actually like popping the string. Oh. Shit. Oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. Cuz like so like plucking you use like when you're slap like like doing like slap bass, so you slap with like your your thumb and then you pluck with like your ring or your middle finger. And and so that like gives that really like snappy. Yeah, sound. you're like smacking, you're like dorking the the, the string into the fretboard. Dorking it. Yeah. Yo, Kate Kate said that his uh, his laptop is gonna die and he can't connect anymore. Oh, so, all right. You guys want to close close yeah, it out? Looks like this is uh, looks like we're doing a Cadeless outro. We we made him so angry that he yeah. he just said I'm done and we have to finish yeah. without him. That's what happens when you talk <laughs> shit about picks. Shit. <laughs> we shit on the pick. That's right. I mean, well, I, I don't know how you... I don't know if you'd want to use it after you poop on it, but, like, yeah. I guess you could try Poopy pick. Poopy pick. Poopy pick. Poopy pick. Poopy pick. Or, like, poopy movies. Yeah. This has been Poopy Poopy.